Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Flophouse Mini. I want to apologize ahead of time. This is your co-host, Elliot Kalen. I have a bit of a cough, so you may hear me coughing in this episode. I can't wait to introduce my co-hosts on this episode, Daniel McCoy and Stuart Wellington. But first, I wanted to make a brief mention about something I'm going to tell you about more later. We had a great show on September 9th, Saturday, where we talked about Cool World on video in front of the audience. You can still watch that show, even if you missed it on September 9th. I'll explain later in the show how you can do that and... We're doing two live shows in person, in front of human beings in a room at Vidiots in LA on October 19th. I'll tell you more about that later in the show. But first, I mentioned them already. I teased them, and I like to tease these guys. They're very teasable. <laughs> Here are my co-hosts. Guys, introduce yourselves for reals. Uh, I'm Dan McCoy, teased like some 80s hair. Mm-hmm. I'm Stuart Wellington, pleased by all this teasing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now, I wish the mini was about teasing, but it is not. So, everybody, this is a Flophouse mini episode. What does that mean? It's a little bit shorter than our regular episodes, although occasionally longer. And instead of watching a bad movie and then talking about it, we're going to be talking about some other thing. Often it's a game that we play with, with each other, and that's what it's going to be tonight. Because, guys, oh, I don't know if you know this. But Dan mm-hmm. and I are on strike. Oh. Strike from our jobs. And when I oh. hear the word strike, I think just one thing. That's right, striking it rich. Oil, gold, diamonds, oh, mineral okay. wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Mother Earth <laughs> is just full of valuable junk. And all we have to do is dig that shit right out of her. So oh, that means it's, yeah, we're going to... You sound like you're like Matthew Lesko being like, the, the Earth is just giving money away. <laughs> Did you know there's lots of free money under the ground? Which means it's time to celebrate that mineral bounty with another episode of everyone's favorite valuable resources-based movie movie podcast quiz show, Screen Gems, also known as <laughs> There's Gold in Them, Nar Films. Hee, hee, hee. Love all of it. Ha, ha, we'll be rich, I tell you, rich. Oh, no. Stuart is putting his hands to his head in dismay, and I, <laughs> yeah. can't, I can't love oh. it more. Screen okay. Gems, as always, is brought to you by Questionable Eddie's Last Minute Idea Warehouse. Questionable Eddie's, <laughs> when you just realized you need a topic for tomorrow's mini episode. And it's also brought to you by the Entertainment Community Fund. If you'd like to support striking entertainment workers or workers affected by the ongoing strike in the entertainment industry, please consider donating to the TV and Film Fund at entertainmentcommunity.org. But that's enough serious stuff. Let's get to the goofy, dumb stuff, guys. Are you ready for a big quiz about big wealth? Big yes. Yeah, as long as it's big. <laughs> Sounds like big fun. <laughs> it's going to be big fun, not bit fun. That would be if this was a game about Bitcoin. It is not. This is instead a game about natural wealth. The things that, you know, guys, there's a lot of fake currencies out there. These cryptocurrencies, which are, it's value mm-hmm. based on nothing. Uh-huh. Whereas yeah. the value of these things is real and natural. And it's based on the fact that it is shiny. Mm, that's true. Mm. And How shiny is a Bitcoin, Dan? Uh, well, it's <laughs> it's as shiny as you want it to be. That sounds like a Zen coin. That, it's meant to clear your mind. Your Zen master goes, "Tell me this, student. How shiny is a Bitcoin?" And you're like, "Oh, I I don't know. Just a bit. Uh, just a okay. bit. Just a bit shiny." Well, guys, are you ready for round one? All right. Couldn't be more ready. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. Round one of Screen Gems is called Treasure of the Sierra Movie. I'm going to name a movie, and you're going to tell me what is the valuable stone or element or thing. What's the valuable thing that the characters in the movie are all chasing around and looking Love for? Love it. It's, uh, I, I got you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break your game wide open. It's a MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I guess you, in a way you kind of just won completely. That's true. Uh, I can right. go for um, an egg MacGuffin right about now. <laughs> can I be captain of the Enterprise now? <laughs> uh, 
That's right. Is that you how won that works? the Kobayashi oh, Maru. You broke the, yeah, this is the this is the co- <laughs> you, Yeah, you broke the game. You're now the greatest hero in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it that he went in and and recoded the test? That's what or, he did. So he cheated. Yeah. That's just cheating. Yeah. Okay. Dude, have but you seen Revenge of the Nerds? That's no all they do situation. in every game is cheat. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So for those for people who are not aware of the Kobayashi Maru, the Kobayashi Maru is a test that that Starfleet Academy. Uh, uh, cadets have to go through in which they realize at the end that Kobayashi was a made-up character that Verbal Kent was just lying about in the story he was telling in The Usual Suspects. I I gotta say— He got the uh, name from the bottom of a cup. Kobayashi Maru is a cool idea for, like, okay, the training here is to—it's philosophical. It's so that a Starfleet captain can accept that they may encounter a no-win situation and Mm -hmm. to, like, sort of— be psychologically prepared for that. Cool idea. I feel like after the first class takes the Kobayashi Maru and everyone's talking about the Kobayashi Maru, the effectiveness of that is done. You go the on the Starfleet Reddit and you're like... yeah. <laughs> the thing about the, fir- the first rule of Kobayashi Maru is supposed to be that, you- no, you don't talk about Kobayashi Maru. Mm. That's the first rule. Oh, okay. Second rule, see the first rule. But then Dan always has problems with public education. Talk, don't get him started on critical race theory. Anyway, so you're, I'm going to name a movie. Not I'm going to name a movie, and you're going to name the valuable thing that they're looking for. Uh, Dan, you'll go first, and then we'll alternate. Okay. And yes, in this in this game, you can steal. If the other person gets it wrong, okay. you can get a point Thank by God. answering it right. Okay, so Dan, I'm going to name a movie. You name the valuable thing the characters are looking for. The Pink Panther. Uh, they are looking for, I believe, the Pink Panther. And it's that a is the name of a diamond. Yes, it's a diamond. Thank you. Which makes w- the rest of the series titling conventions confusing. <laughs> like yes, why as still- none of the other movies <laughs> involve the Pink Panther diamond. In much the same way as the in the movie The Thin Man, Claude Winant, the missing scientist, is the thin man they are looking for. Mm-hmm. But then after that, they're like, eh. William Powell's kind of thin. We'll just pretend he's the thin man from now on. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a fat man, but he's, no, he's, he's a stout thin. man. Well, I, guess, I guess the second movie is called After the Thin Man because it's literally like after whatever happened in that yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's great like if, sequel. If the sequel to Star Wars was called After Star Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, they did that with After Mash, so that's I guess. true. That's true. They follow the thin man precedent. And, and the movie Aftermath is about what happens after you learn math. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so after Stuart, Earth. And, here's the, uh, yeah, that's yeah, after, the, that's after the Earth, Earth, the uh, documentary series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Stuart, it's a, so Dan has a point. Stuart, he's on the board. I, I got to get a point. Okay. What th- valuable thing are they looking for in the movie Sisu? Oh, uh, gold? You're right. It's gold <laughs> that they're looking for in Sisu. Dan, you're up next. The movie Uncut Gems. And I want you to be as specific as possible. Uh, <laughs> well, there's an uncut gem. Yes. <laughs> that uh, the idea is, I guess, that um, Adam Sandler's character is like, if I cut this, it'll be worth a lot of money. <laughs> uh, in in a sense. Uh, but what is the particular what? gem that the plot revolves around? Uh, the particular uncut gem. Is it a type of diamond? Uh, well, no. Is it a black diamond? <laughs> it's, okay, you're halfway it's there. Him. I'm going to steal that shit. What is it? Wait, Dan, are you officially saying no? I am officially saying no. Okay, Stuart? So wait, I can't steal until my uh, my opponent gives me permission to steal. Well, you gotta you gotta give him you gotta give <laughs> yeah, him a yeah, chance. Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, he's, he's made it clear he doesn't know it. It's an opal, right? It is a 
Should I give each of you half credit? Is a black opal. Black mm. opal. I'm going to give you each half credit. I also would have accepted uh, a jewel-encrusted Furby. Oh, That's not yeah. what he's looking for. That's yeah, I mean, the it's, in the in the movie. Movie. it's in the movie. It's, it's, he's right, Dan. <laughs> you're right. Okay, so it is the black opal that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, Stuart, you're up next. The movie is The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. What are they looking for? Well, they're looking for treasure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I actually don't know this movie. I mean, I've heard of it, obviously. <laughs> um, is it any good? Do you know what their relationship to badges is in that movie? Oh, uh, did they they steal that bit from Cheech and Chong? <laughs> they stole yeah, that they bit stole from the movie UHF. Yeah. UHF, yeah. Sorry. Um, what are they looking for? I'm going to say they are looking for gold. Yes, you're right. It's gold. Yeah. It's Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Okay. Stuart, that was great. You didn't even see the movie and you got it. Dan, if you've seen this movie, movie. If my next movie is gold starring Roger Moore, I'm going to fucking crush it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your that next may movie be the bit I'm going for. <laughs> Dan, Dan uh, Avatar. What are they looking for in Avatar? The they are Hollywood. looking for unobtainium. You got a, that right. An element that James Cameron caught a lot of shit for, but he took that from real scientists. Whether or not yeah, yeah. it still sounds dumb, you can argue that, but uh, it's not James Cameron's fault necessarily. <laughs> no, there's other dumb stuff that he can the take credit for. The book stops with him, you know? He's the director so. and writer, yeah. Uh, he, like, Stuart, he totally forgot to put the fucking dog-faced octopus in his Titanic movie. I think <laughs> he has a track record of Where's tentacles? That, his Titanic movie is so inaccurate. He has the, the people on the Titanic drowning to death, when in mm -hmm. reality, as we know from the legend of the Titanic, they were all saved by tentacles saved by and his whales, maritime yeah. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> And and the heroism of Camembert, the mouse, in allowing him to electrocute him through his mustache to send out an SOS. The world's most conductive mustache. Which would have yeah. killed a lesser mouse, but luckily. Stuart, I don't know how psychic you are, but the answer is very, because the answer is gold starring Roger Moore. What is the, what is the thing they're looking for in gold? It's gold! <laughs> it's, it is gold. What, an, what a great opening title sequence for that movie. It's got an amazing yeah. opening title yeah, sequence. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, you really get the idea that that movie is about gold. Uh, okay, I've never Dan. seen this movie. Should I see oh, it? Is it good? No, but just look up the opening title sequence. <laughs> okay. It yeah, is, watch. yeah. My my parents had it on uh, VHS tape with like three other movies. And I remember like I would see the opening and then be like, I don't want to watch the rest of this. <laughs> No, it's not going to live up to it and it doesn't. Dan, your movie is Notorious. Oh. Um, what, is the, okay. what is the valuable element or thing they're looking for in Notorious? Um... The MacGuffin, as Stuart put it earlier, when he broke the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember some sort of, like, dust. Is it yeah. uranium? It is uranium. You did a great job. Oh. It's not unobtainium. Yeah. It's uranium. It's, uh, no, no. Notorious, notorious. <laughs> well, that's true. You also, could have said, you also could have said hip-hop glory. Girls on film. Yeah. Girls on film. <laughs> Uh, and different so, song. It's a medley now. Different song. I don't know why that's a medley at all. It's unrelated. <laughs> Wait, her name is Rio, and she. Okay. I just like Duran. We we should we should form hungry like, like the uh, wolf. <laughs> we should form like a Duran Duran cover band. We could call ourselves Studan Studan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Hold on, we were going to make this mini short, but let's talk about this. So, Studan Studan, Studan. Studan. now touring the Sudan. <laughs> wow. I love so it. you'll be you'll be <laughs> huge Duran Duran audience in the Sudan. Is it North Sudan or regular Sudan? <laughs> 
Uh, both. Why limit ourselves? Yeah, exactly. South Sudan. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, so, guys, Sudan's uh, so our oyster. Um, are you doing and- <laughs> just straight covers of Duran Duran songs, or are they also Duran Duran songs where you've inserted yourselves in it in some way? <laughs> I mean, a little bit of that. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be all acapella because that's what people like. Okay, and it yeah. will cut down on our travel costs because we don't have to travel with all. Because nobody our will book yeah. you. Yeah, that's a life hack. Yeah, that's a life hack. Hey, hey, yeah. Nick Rhodes, leave the keyboard at home, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you tell you got to tell Rush to have fewer drums on that on that mm-hmm. on that stage. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine the shipping costs. <laughs> the shipping costs because they mail it. They go to the <laughs> post office. <laughs> I mean, they got stamps.com now. Stamps.com? Stamps.com, yeah. Yeah, it stands for doppelganger because it's the evil duplicate of stamps.com. They only they only mail people's drum kits. <laughs> yeah, because I I sure hope this drum my drum kit gets to the gets to the arena on time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um Robot in the Family, Stu. This is your movie, Robot in the Family. What are they looking for in it? So this is a movie we've talked about covering, but you guys said it was too bad and that you didn't want to watch it. Yes, <laughs> because true. I've seen it before, even though it was shot in a part of New York I know very well. So, Stuart, uh, here, not, just to— This just is going to be based on context clues because there's yes. a robot involved. I'm going to say gold. You got it. Gold yeah. is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dan, now it's, your, now it's your turn. Your movie is Fool's Gold. What is the valuable thing they're looking for in Fool's Gold? Uh, I think they're looking for actual gold in the form of maritime treasure. Mm, I think they're looking for love, and they find that shit. <laughs> you guys, half credit to both of you again. The answer uh, is gold and love. Oh, so that's uh, so Stu, you are you are really killing it today oh, in, in in these steals. You are snaking it now. Um, you're the fin- uncut gem we uh, we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, and so Stuart, this is the final question of the round. Uh-huh. Kelly's Kelly's Heroes. I'm going to say, man, I actually haven't seen a lot of these movies. Uh, Kelly's Heroes is a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I should. Um, <laughs> it yeah. ends with a one of the more inexplicable, like, we're just going to have a jaunty song while you're like, remember all these heroes? Well, it's the, th- <laughs> the theme song. Friends all tried to warn me, but I didn't yeah. even try. It's called Burning Bridges or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like Burn your bridge. You've got to burn your bridge. It's The song is totally out of step with the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the end of Return of the King. Um, so, yeah, yeah uh, when, when at the end of Return of the King when they play, what is it, a Chris Isaac song? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. They play Foolish Game. They play Foolish Game. <laughs> It'd be so funny if they played Walking on Sunshine at the end. It was like, they, if they, first, but they keep in the scene of scouring the Shire, and then they play Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> Man, Sharky, what an asshole. I'm glad he gets uh, gets in the end. Um, okay, but so... That, but his machine, Sharky's machine, though, was deserved mm-hmm. its own movie, yeah? Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say gold. Can you be more specific? Gold coins. Be, I need it. It's a certain kind of gold. I need, Dan, do you feel like you can steal this half point? Nazi gold. Oh, Stuart got it. Nazi yeah, gold. That's the it. answer. Nazi gold. It's the worst kind of gold. It was the uh, indeed Nazi gold that is still, it is, they're looking for Kelly's heroes. Do they get it? You'll have to watch the movie to find out. Yeah, I uh, guess so. So, so that's the leaving round one. Stu is in a slight lead, six to four against Dan in a category that was somewhat stacked against Dan. I will, I will admit <laughs> oh, that. You think? <laughs> Uh, well, let's move on to our next round. This is this round's called Hard Rock Q and A. Mm. Now, I'm going to name a movie, and you have to tell me if there's a rock and roll song in it, a giant rock in it, or neither. Okay. Okay. 
And uh, Dan, because I didn't, I didn't quite play fair on that last category, but you did great. Do, would you like to go first or do you want Stuart to go first? Uh, I'll let Stuart go first, actually. Okay, okay, Stuart. Then the first question is for you. Is it uh, has the movie got a rock and roll song, a giant rock, or neither in it? And the first movie is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Giant rock. You got that right. They should have called that movie Raiders of the Lost Rock. <laughs> oh, that'd have been a great idea. Or the Rockers of the Lost Raid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Oh Dan? yeah, the boulder at the front. I was like, yeah. Took me a second. You're like, huh, <laughs> I was thinking the main, me, the main uh, adventure, not. Let me the, think about the best part just, was. I feel like you were setting. like. Was there a rock song in that movie? Does <laughs> <laughs> India plug, in, have rock plug songs. in his guitar to, to blow those Nazis away with the power of rock? I'm sorry, uh, you're just too darn loud. <laughs> I love the idea that Dan, even if you had then run the entire movie in your head to remember if there's a giant rock in it, you'd get to it pretty quickly. Okay, Dan, Deep Impact. Is there a rock and roll song, a giant rock, or neither? Uh, well, isn't is both uh, an option? You didn't say it, but there is both, right? Does Deep Impact have a rock and roll song in it? Uh, oh, you know what? I was thinking of Armageddon. Just a rock. It's just, a, thank you. It's just a giant rock. I'll allow you to take it even though you were insultingly questioning <laughs> my my knowledge of Deep Impact, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you got that. Stuart, School of Rock. It's got a rock song in it. You got that of, right. Of an expensive one. I'm assuming Im- uh, the rights to use immigrant song cost them a pretty penny. Probably, probably. I mean, there's Very a few rock songs in School of there's Rock. Lot, yeah, yeah, but, but Led Zeppelin songs are like extra expensive. They're yeah, extra expensive because okay. you have to you have to deliver them by Zeppelin. You can't just ship them like like Rush's <laughs> yeah. drum set. Yeah, <laughs> you have to deliver them by Led Zeppelin, which doesn't fly. No, mm. so you have to you'd drag have to it. Ship that Zeppelin. <laughs> it has to be dragged, ironically, by immigrants. Uh, so Dan, <laughs> The Rock, rock song, oh, giant the rock, movie, or The neither. Rock. Yeah. Well. Let's see. Um, Don't overthink it. <laughs> you know what? It, I although Nicolas Cage does play, I think a, a Beatles song at one point. Uh, I'll say it has a, a rock in it, in that Alcatraz is nicknamed the Rock. It, incorrect, Stu. You want to steal this one? What? It's got a rock song in it. Wrong. It has neither. I am not what? counting. I'm not counting Nicholas Cage briefly noodling on his guitar and <laughs> not playing a full song and then saying what a Beatles fan he is. And The Rock. It's a prison. It's oh, not a rock. Yeah. It's not I guess an we, island. Come on. Yeah, I guess we, okay. we fucked up because the for the rules of the game we had to hear an entire song for. Yes, Elliot is, in the, is God in this game. I am. So I, I am indeed. I mean, if we if we consider The Rock to be a giant rock, then any movie has a giant rock in it because they all take place on land. I guess oh, except for I mean Waterworld. specifically nicknamed The Rock as per the title. But. Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson a rock and roll song or a giant rock? He's not. He's neither. He of is those a giant things. rock. He is a giant <laughs> he rock. He is not That's a exactly giant rock. Exactly what he is. <laughs> is. Is he's made out of stone? He's a man named The Rock who is giant. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, don't don't play games with Checkmate. me. Don't play. <laughs> not at all. Okay. So okay, the next one is for you, Stu, because Dan, that yes. was you on the rock. Right? Stu is okay. Rock of Ages. Uh Rock of Ages has a rock song in it. You got that right. Dan, Picnic at Hanging Rock. That has a giant rock in it. <laughs> you got that right. For real, the music, there's no rock and roll. It's all pan flute. It's all Zamfir, the master mm-hmm, of pan flute. Mm-hmm. Stuart, Galaxy Quest. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, definitely a giant rock. Yes, there's a giant rock Not monster. Not just a rock, but a rock monster. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and, okay, that's what, B-52s? Okay, and yeah, uh, Dan, the never-ending story. That's my Weird Al parody of B-52s. <laughs> Dan, the never-ending story. Uh, 
I believe that that also has a big rock man. So you I'll got that right. Stuart, I mean, return that, to that, Oz. And that fucking title track, though, is kind of a rock song. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with Rock Monster then. Dan, uh, now, Stuart, re- return to Oz. That's your movie. Uh, I don't know it that well. I'm going to say Giant Rock. You got that right. It's got a giant rock monster in it. The Gnome King. Okay. Oh. Dan, Armageddon. Uh, so I'll go back to my original assertion that it has both. You got that right. It was a trick <laughs> question. It has a big rock and rock and roll song in it. Yeah. You don't want to miss a thing. Unless it's yeah. Armageddon, yeah. in which case you can miss it. It's not that, it's not that great. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, thought, I would say it's amazing. You can. It's crazy. I think I think I think most of Armageddon is dumb but enjoyable. If you're gonna miss part of Armageddon, I would say you should probably miss the part where that song plays. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't love it. I don't love this one. Okay. Uh, so that was Dan Stu. Bad day at Black Rock. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Giant Rock. No, neither. It's just a town uh, called Black. Wait, Rock. I didn't get to steal that one. Oh, sorry, uh, Dan. You want to steal it? Yeah, neither. It's okay. A Dan got that point. I, Dan got I, it. You know, I knew that. No, one. Dan's seen that movie. Dan, your turn. The Hot Rock. Uh, I mean, how giant counts as giant? Because uh, I believe the Hot a Rock is about scene. <laughs> uh, stealing a big diamond, which is big for a diamond. I would call it a giant rock in that sense, but. You're a trickster, so I'm going to say neither. You got that right. You you figured okay. it out a lot. Neither the rock is very little. It's a di- <laughs> It's big for a diamond. But it's small compared to like a boulder. So yes, mm-hmm. you got that yeah, one. Yeah, I thought like I'd, mice or something. I thought I'd trick you, but I was wrong. Okay, Stuart Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you're trying to trip me up. Uh, I'm going to say rock and roll song. No, there's no rock and roll song. Oh, so Dan, do you get to, you get to steal? Do you want? What do you think? Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll just let it stand without trying to steal because I, you know, I, I might have decided that gonna fly now. I guess it doesn't have lyrics. Or yeah, it does. Yeah. Gonna fly now. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, let's just just move along. Okay. Sorry about that. I should have allowed points. you to steal. Uh, so, but I would say that is not a rock song. Yes. Uh, so Rocky is neither. Rocky two. Uh, this is me. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that there's a rock song in Rocky 2. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Stuart, Rocky Th- that 3. That series is I'm really— I'm going to steal uh, nothing. There's nothing in it. <laughs> you're, you're right. I, should, yes. I shouldn't have said anything. The series uh, should have more rock songs in it. Okay, it now, feels Stu- like a natural Stuart, fit. Stuart, Rocky 3. Uh, it's got a rock song in it. You know it. Eye of the Tiger. Dan, Rocky 4. Um, mm. Let's see. That's the one with uh, the Russian. Uh, you better not be doing research on your phone I'm right now, Drago. Dan. No, I'm just looking. No, he's in his fucking memory palace. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't remember a rock song, so I'm going to say neither. Stuart? I'm going to say there's a big-ass rock because he climbs a mountain and hollers. You are both wrong. Rocky Four. James Brown literally d- plays oh, Living right. in America in the movie. There were multiple rock songs. There's literally a performance in the film. I'm disappointed you both. I guess uh, that's a rock I'm song. I mean, he's normally a funk artist, but that's allow a, the giant I'm, Living in America feels rock. like a rock song to yeah, me. Yeah, it's not more of a, a rock song. song. Yeah. Uh, although, I guess you could say funk song. If the, if if people want to write in and say that I, owed, I owe a point to Dan for, for that one, <laughs> but yeah. I would call it a rock song because it rocks. Yeah. There's a giant goat head behind him while he's playing it. Come on. There's nothing more rock than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Stuart, you had the last question of the round. Rock you like a hurricane. Wait, that's a movie? I'm going to say a rock song. You know what? 
I like that you questioned it. That was a trick question. It's not a movie. It's a song, but you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so by the now, Scorps, the Scorps, dude. By the Scorps. So as we go into our break, it's still a pretty close game. Dan has ten points. Stuart has fourteen points. I apologize, Dan. Might be a little closer if I had not been so eager to tell people <laughs> they were wrong and given him the chance to steal stuff. But we're gonna take a quick break for a sponsor promo and to tell you more about those exciting Flophouse live shows that I teased you with earlier in the mini. Hey, we have a jumbotron. That's right. This is a message for Andrea. This is a message from mom, dad, and Samantha. Happy 30th birthday, Andrea. We're giving you the greatest gift of all. Your name said on the Flophouse. We love you and can't wait to see what you do next. Stay weird, stay silly, and stay sarcastic. And thanks, Dan, Stewart, and Elliot for making a contribution to Andrea's 30th birthday. In conclusion, happy birthday, Andrea. Uh, happy yeah. birthday. Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Words All to live right. by, happy birthday. Well, like, no, stay silly and sarcastic. Oh, that, those ones. Uh, and I want to- <laughs> <laughs> Always be birthday. <laughs> ABB. ABB. Every day is a birthday for somebody. So Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you guys about these live shows. I mentioned them earlier. Maybe you are one of the hundreds, if not thousands of viewers, who has already watched our September 9th Cool World Flop TV show. Flop TV, of course, is our monthly, usually the first Saturday of every month, uh, live show where we broadcast over the internet talking about some of the all-time flops of movie history that we have mentioned on the show but never covered before. Last time it was Cool World. It It was a lot of fun. Uh, there was a brief altercation in the beginning over some uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> everybody, we got through it okay. And everybody agreed with me that it's a great movie and that everyone should watch it. Yep. Nope. Uh, well. But ju- even if you missed it, you can still watch the recording. The recordings for all the Flop TV episodes will remain up on the Flop TV ticket website until the end of the run of the series. And so if you go to theflophouse.simpletix.com, you can still Watch that video. Watch our first episode about Beastmaster 2 and get ready for our our October 7th broadcast when we'll be doing an all-American meat double feature, Hot Dog the Movie and Hamburger the Motion Picture. I have to do the summaries for both of those, I think, and I am not looking forward to it, but we'll see what we can do. Two Uh, movies at once. Can it be done? Can it be done? Can it be done? A movieage à trois. Montage à trois. That's what I should have called it, a montage à trois. Also, I'm doing doing the presentation and... Uh, let's just say that the original cut of my presentation was way longer than I'm like, we're doing two movies. I got to do my best to get it down. So I'm, I'm going to oh. do my best to keep it well, tight. Dan, but- I would much rather you do a long presentation and us give short shrift to hot dog, the movie and hamburger, <laughs> the motion picture. So don't worry about it too much. I'm going to do a much more abbreviated summary than normal for both. I think Elliot should do, uh, or Dan should do like a director's cut version of this. That's only available on his premium. I gotta say, Ooh, I'm, on his I'm, only fans. I'm genuinely, I say this a lot, but I'm genuinely excited to do this presentation. Yeah, we're excited. Right, great. I mean, yeah, I can't wait to see it. So that's October 7th. You can buy your tickets now at the flophouse.simpletix.com. Season passes are available that are a discount over buying individual tickets. And the season pass is still worth it even if you haven't got if you get it now, because you can watch the recordings of the episodes you've missed. That's at the flophouse.simpletix.com. But hey, let's say it's not enough to see us through a computer screen. What if you want to see us IRL, which stands for in the flesh? What if you want to see us in the same room? If you yeah. live in the Los Angeles area or have access to a train or airplane or car, you can do just that because on October 19th, we will be doing two shows 
in one night at Vidiot's, the one of the great uh, independent video stores and movie theaters in Los Angeles. We're going to be doing two shows, like our regular live shows, each of us doing a presentation, talking about a movie, Q&A afterwards with the audience. We're going to do at 6 p.m., Speed 2, Cruise Control, the movie that said, what if Speed 2 was not fast? And at 8.45 <laughs> p.m., Three Men and a Baby, the movie that asked the question, can men be parents? Is that possible? And I think we can I think we can hint that this is an extra tease. At the Three Men and the Baby show, we'll be joined by a certain special guest star of the Flophouse. So maybe closer to the show, we'll reveal who that star of the show is. But mm. if you just can't wait and you got to get tickets for one or both of those shows, they're going to be two separate, completely different shows as far as I know. It's going to be at Vidiot'sFoundation.org. I'm going to tell the same jokes for both shows. <laughs> for Speed oh, wow. 2 and 3 Minute of Baby? Yeah. It's interesting. It's, we'll so you have to write which... jokes that work for both? That'll yeah. be interesting. And I'm known for being a good joke craftsman. <laughs> <laughs> and memorizer. So that's October 19th, two shows, 6 p.m. and 8.45 p.m. Separate ticketing for both, but both original shows at Vidiot'sFoundation.org. Look on the calendar there, October 19th. Can't wait to be there. So excited to do the show. <laughs> Throughout history, sirens have captured men's attention, enticed men with their feminine wiles, and fulfilled men's primal needs. The sirens allure uh, persists. They have not. Unless the primal need is I need to be smashed on the rocks. Yeah, I've sm- smash me. Smash me, mommy. Smash me, mama. I smash me, mommy. <laughs> the sirens allure persists. Why do we do this to ourselves? Strand me, baby. Strand, Strand me, mom. baby. So yeah, listen to my brother, my brother, and me for maximum fun on Mondays. It's just like that. Just like that, but it's just like that, but more of it. There's, there's just more of that. The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Diablo Four. Final Fantasy Sixteen. Street Fighter Six. Baldur's Gate Three. Starfield. Spider-Man Two. Master Detective Archives. Raincoat for Nintendo Switch. No, is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge time for video games. You need somebody to tell you what's good, what's not so good, and what's amazing. I'm Jason Schreier. I'm Maddie Myers. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. We're the hosts of Triple Click. A video game podcast for anyone who likes games. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Guys, you ready to go back to the final round of Screen Gems, a.k.a. There's gold so in them there. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's gold in them there films. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one's going to need you to use a little bit less knowledge, a little more imagination. The most valuable resource of all. Because if there's one thing that humanity could never get by with, it's not gold. It's not even oil. It's imagination, as explained Mm -hmm. at Epcot Center in Disney World. So this round, round three, final round is called— Did Figment tell you that? (laughs) Figment did tell me that, yeah. He said, don't tell anybody, but imagination is the most valuable resource. (laughs) And now give me all your money. he cracked his skull open and he drained his brain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, drained his brain. I I said I wanted his power of imagination added to my own, so I devoured Mm -hmm. his brain. Oh, that's what happened to him. I haven't seen him around that much. That's why they closed down the ride, yeah. Uh, So this this category, this this round is called Rock Me a Movie movie Deus. (laughs) Okay. uh, Rock Me a Movie Deus. I'm going to name a metal, and you are going to have to pitch me a short movie plot about or involving that metal in some way. So use your imagination. I'm going to be, and I'm going to be rating this, judging this. 
just on my own criteria. So you have to figure it out. I think that's oh, going to be. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'm going to use Top Chef. Uh, quick change. Quick. Uh, um, quick fire. Quick fire. Rules. Thank you. Top mm. Chef. Quick fire rules. It's got to be show imagination. It's got to show competence and creativity, and it's also got to sh- really, really center the the metal. Really showcase it and make it an important part. Yeah, of the movie. I see. I knew as soon as as soon as the strike happened, Elliot was going to use the podcast as a way to pitch himself uh, take over <laughs> for Padma when she le- when I'm she too late. I'm too late. They already cast Kristen. Can't wait to see her. She's going to be a natural fit. Uh, a friend of mine was a guest judge on this season of upcoming season mm-hmm. of Top Chef and said Kristen mm-hmm. is doing a great job. So I can't wait to see it. Okay, so this first movie, this first one goes to Dan. And your okay. medal that you have to build a movie around and pitch to me very quickly is aluminum. <sighs> uh, or as Dave, uh, David Sims would say, uh, aluminum. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to an episode recently where he said aluminum and Zed, and I was like, come on. I mean, he grew up in the... Anyway. <laughs> Let's see. We've all heard aluminum. the legend. Oh, and I want to end here. Okay, and I want to say this. We th- this is called the no Pixar rule. You cannot pitch me a movie where it's like all the metals live in a world and aluminum is tired of being made into thin sheets. Don't do that shit. Don't do it. Um. Okay, it's gonna be called <laughs> uh, Legends of the Foil, and <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> Keep going. It's gonna it's gonna be about a, a whimsical child. Who believes that he can build a um, a spaceship out of aluminium foil? Uh, so he's, he's a British child. He's, <laughs> he's a British, British child. child. Okay. Um, a Shropshire lad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, this is he's a you know he's, yeah he's an uh, <laughs> un, under uh, privileged youth uh, in the days of Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> He's so just getting all that aluminum is going to be difficult for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he enlists uh, a ragtag group of friends, including uh, you know, like the 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 older British lass who's always in these movies, who he has a crush on, but is is too old to see him as anything but uh, just an adorable kid. And I don't, um, I don't. We're getting into licorice pizza territory, and I do not like that. Keep going. I'm not that much older. <laughs> Okay. He just has a crush on her. I so told- it's like a it's like a ten year old and a twelve year old or something like that. Uh, who, who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the who knows writer. opens up a lot of licorice pizza territory. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, and um, so this is his. Uh, you know, like his parents want to send him away <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> To public school, which is what they call private school in but England. But I thought he was poor. Because they don't understand what the difference between public and private means in England. <laughs> it's very sad. It's a— it's oh, That's true. That, like, a, like a pub in England is not like a private club that only rich yeah, people go to, a public house there. Uh, you know, 50% of the proceeds from this film go to teaching uh, British people what public and private oh, mean. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, and at the it, end— it, what? <laughs> no, no, keep going. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the pitch to end. At the end, he escapes his, um, you know, dull life by blasting off into space. And we're left to wonder, is this what really happened? Or uh, did he kill himself? 
<laughs> See, I got to jump in here. I got to say this. I think this category is a little unfair because you have an experienced Hollywood pitch man, Dan McCoy. <laughs> yeah. up against no, me. Clearly, yeah. clearly he's used to the room. I've literally I never I pitched anything. I've taken Dan, some general meetings. I've never. Well, Dan, I, I was, look, that was a wild ride for me. Yeah. I, when it first started, I was like, I love the title. Then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, it's about getting aluminum. It became so much more about the boys' <laughs> private life. I really lost sight of the aluminum. It felt like it wasn't being centered. Oh, and then true. I was realizing that you were basically stealing the plot of the astronaut farmer. And I was like, <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two points for that. Okay. Wow. I was gonna give you more, but it really lost sight of the aluminum. Stuart, you're up next. Pitch me a movie about platinum. Platinum. Okay, so uh, opening uh, opening credits, uh, we see Roger Moore's name <laughs> featured prominently. Wow! Uh, and the word platinum is slowly spelled out over a screen with it's images of, of images of platinum mining and, and exactly. manufacturing. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's striking. Um, I like. I then, like. You, you said Dan kind of stole the idea for a movie. I'm just going to steal <laughs> the opening credits from another film. <laughs> so the rest of the movie takes place uh, is the rise and fall of a nightclub owner, Roger Moore, uh, okay. and uh, in the in the swinging seventies. Where, uh, but it's set now, so it's elderly Roger Moore as a nightclub Roger owner. Moore, who is 70 years old at this point. <laughs> mm. uh, he might be older, actually. Um, I'm sure that Roger Moore is older than that. Right, right now. Uh, I'm going to look it up while you pitch. I'm the still paying this, attention, but the, I'm going to look up my oh. pitch. I'm not going to look up how old no, my I apologize. Star is. I also wanted to mention Rocky Four has other rock and roll songs besides the questionable Living in America. There's also Burning Heart, Hearts on Fire. There's there's uh-huh. a so it's a so I just want to tell if any listener was like mad that Living in America is to them is not a rock and roll song. Roger there's other Moore rock and roll songs in it. Passed away in 2017 at the age of 89. Yes. It's it's going to be a challenge, it's but I be think with technology we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> um well, with modern AI technology and whatnot, we can Thank just scan you. them and Thank you. Et cetera, um, et just scan his corpse, scan them up. <laughs> So it's all about uh, it's all about uh, platinum blonde hair, platinum jewelry, uh, shiny metal, uh, mm-hmm. rise and fall of a nightclub. It's incredible. You're gonna love it. Okay, Stuart, I'm gonna give you Cocaine zero points. Everywhere. I'm gonna give you zero points for two reasons. One is there was almost the platinum was, if anything, entirely negligible to the plot. <laughs> And also the implication that we will use some kind of technology to bring back a dead actor. One of the major issues in this strike is AI. I cannot stand for it. Cannot okay. abide it. No way. I'm fair, no AI fair. in this one. Yeah. No, it's totally fair. And uh, when the computers rise up and they hear me saying "no AI" on on the on the audio of this, I will take whatever punishment they have for me mm-hmm. for being an mm-hmm. anti-computer technologist. I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Dan. You got you're up on this round. So here's your one. Let's see what you can do with Pyrite. A movie about Pyrite. Uh let's see. Um okay. Pyrite. Uh this, So this is going to be called Pyromania. <laughs> can wow. I, uh, can I can I steal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Stu, what's your steal? <laughs> okay, so all of our characters are riding around on a ship called the Black Pearl. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep okay. going. What's the title Davey of the movie? Jo- Davy Jones is there. Uh-huh. Oh, from the so monkeys, is, the late Davy Jones, sure. So is Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Kira Knightley shows up. Jack Davenport's there, the whole gang. <laughs> and what's the title of it? 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Thank you. That was the what the, the most important part of the joke you you, you, guys, called, you, you, were, you were leaving out. It's called Roman Polanski's Pirates. <laughs> oh wow, you guys are really Dan. The, the Roman Polanski reference is not getting you anymore, anymore, anymore help. But tell, he so tell, directed Dan, Pirates. What he did. That's this? true. That's true. And and et cetera, et cetera. Pirates of Penzance. With so whitewashing so, history. So Dan, well, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. The uh, so uh, it, there's been too much pirates. The movie revisionism. So Dan, your pirate movie. What's it about, Stu? That was a great joke. I'm giving you one point for it. Dan, what's your pirate movie about? Um. So it, like I said. Oh, also ice pirates. Dan, continue. <laughs> so it's pirate. You know what? Not pyromania. Pirate mania. Okay, um, great. And it's about uh. The, there's it's a new gold rush. Uh, in a small town, uh, it turns out that this town only has fool's gold. But the DVD <laughs> has DVDs. <laughs> it's where no, all the unsold copies of fool's gold were buried alongside it, the ET Atari. No, game. the mountains yeah. are just lousy with pyrite <laughs> around uh-huh. this town, uh, and a, and a second gold rush starts. But the 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 town uh, the town council, the Better Business Bureau, or whatever, they're like. Don't tell anyone it's fool's gold because they are cleaning up, uh, selling, you know, panning goods, uh, pickaxes and whatnot. And um, Because gold mining technology has not changed in 130 <laughs> years. Yeah, 160 yeah. years. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the mayor of the town, this woman, falls in love with one of the, uh, the, the miners – uh-huh. And yeah. finds that she is in conflict because she doesn't she, want to reveal the large-scale deception the town has been engaged in to fleece these people. But she's she's falling ever more in love with him. Okay, but, Dan, I like it. I'm going to give you two points because the pyrite was much more centered on this one. It was The movie can't exist without the pyrite. But I was disappointed when you said – there's a new gold rush. I had first thought you said a nude gold rush, and I was waiting That's, for this to be kind of like some sort of TNA comedy about the, yeah. only, the town says the only way to dig up the gold is to do it nude, and I thought that was more in your wheelhouse. But you you're right. There that, wasn't yeah. enough nudity in the pitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Yeah, that, I, I've noticed this. If I'm pitching something to Hollywood executives, at the end they go, oh, and by the way, the people are nude. Then they go, yeah. can we pay you right now? <laughs> so, Stuart, it's your turn. Your element you got to talk about, I think it's a metal, is manganese. <laughs> Pitch me a movie about manganese. Okay. Uh. There is a mine <laughs> okay. for manganese. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, because a Bigger manganese mine opened up down the street. <laughs> okay, interesting. So our mom and pop manganese mine mm-hmm. is going to be put out of business. <laughs> okay. So the local bikini team. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's the nudity. <laughs> have to do a... Car wash. Uh-huh. Oh. To all raise right. money to save the manganese mine. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna give you I'm gonna and, wait, the, wait, wait. Oh, that's okay. And and they do it oh. and 
the minus saved. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Dan, you want to steal this one? I feel like, Stuart, you're going to get one point for that because manganese is a tough one. But uh, Stuart, Dan, you want to steal, try to steal it all, get some manganese points? <laughs> uh, sure. I'm going to capitalize on the idea that we clearly don't know what manganese is if it or helps, does. Dan, Dan, does it help to know that manganese was first isolated in 1774? Shit! If you told me that before, <laughs> uh, I my my pitch is about uh, a manganese professor. Okay, who, <laughs> like he's made it, out of like manganese. He's made or? out of it. No, yeah. no. There's a there's a guy who, like uh, a con man <laughs> discovers the. <laughs> <laughs> the, dead, the dead body. Of, <laughs> I wish of listeners a could see Stuart's dubious face right now. <laughs> a manganese teacher, a teacher who specializes in talking about manganese. Okay. <laughs> and he steals uh, this guy's uh, tenure track position that he just. Okay, I'm uh, going to stop you right there, Dan. I'm going to stop you right there. He has this to is going to give him like five points. He has to not, fake knowing about manganese. No, there's not enough manganese in this. That could be any 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 element. I'm going to steal. I'm going to give myself five points. Okay. The movie is, it's Stuart Stark. There's a mom and pop manganese mine. It's There's a big one that goes in. But they're secret. They get an orangutan, and he can mine manganese faster than everybody else, and it's called Mangatan. That's the movie. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> next, next one, Dan. This is yours. It's beryllium. So, uh, I need a movie about beryllium. Uh, beryllium. Yeah. Uh, my it's called My Beryllium Career, and <laughs> it's about a young lady who um has a secret, and the secret is that she's made of beryllium. Okay. Okay. Better. Better than before. And you know she has to she has to wear like sort of big blousy clothes and a and a mask to to keep people from knowing her secret. And uh, and how does every- being made of beryllium <laughs> manifest in her physically? Well, and Dan, would we- it help? Would it help to know that beryllium it has a nuclear spin of three over two? That's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that might uh, change your yeah. Plot a little well, bit. yeah, that's 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 the crux of the issue is. <laughs> She has to hide from everyone. Like everyone is, you know, would would see her and think like that has a nuclear spin of three over two. <laughs> yeah. So she has to hide it, uh, which leads her to be an outcast in the community until mm-hmm. uh, a tiny dog <laughs> that she adopts <laughs> uh, frees, you know, like uh, warms her beryllium heart, and uh, she opens herself up to. Literally, because uh, she's being, made out of beryllium. Does she literally she opens open herself, herself up? up to being accepted by the community? Sadly, they do not accept her because human beings are often a prejudiced and uh, cowardly uh, lot, and uh, they they throw her off a cliff. <laughs> wow, that's a chilling story of intolerance. I feel like most story. of my movies end pretty exciting, and Dan's are always sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I, well, I'm trying. I'm, to, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to get people, with the world as it is. No, Dan, I'm trying right, to get the American right. people excited about beryllium here. I don't want to bum them out. <laughs> well, then change their hearts and minds with my story. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, uh, so so Stu, I'm going to give you. Uh, do you want to try to steal this one? Or you just want to go on to the next one. I want to go on to the next one. Okay, Dan, you get no points for that. Okay, what? so the next one. Okay, I'll give you one point. <laughs> it's it looked like it was going to be really beryllium focused when she was made out of beryllium, and then again, once again, it was about people, not beryllium. Okay, Stuart, this is the last one. It's a metal okay. you're very familiar with. It's a it's a I think it's a metal that you'll be able to make a movie about, and that metal is sludge metal. 
Okay. So sludge metal. Uh, <sighs> we open in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm just kidding. It's actually dysprosium. This is this okay. metal oh, is dysprosium. <laughs> If it, helps, if it helps, it's a rare earth element in the Lanthanide series with a metallic <laughs> silver luster. Never found in nature. Never as a free found element. in nature, right? Eh? It is found in, makes... well, it's never found as a free element. It's found in various minerals such as xenotime. Xenotime, And, and we're getting towards xenotime, so we pretty, should probably wrap up this episode pretty quick. Yeah. So just tell me a quick mm-hmm. story about dysprosium. Okay, so dysprosium. Um... Xenotime is when you, you you shoot an arrow and it never reaches its destination because it's nice. in xenotime. I'm giving you a point for that, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> so. You know what, Stuart? Tell us that sludge metal movie. Let's hear that we, one. <laughs> we have a, no, no, no. I can, I can, I can follow the brief. Does it help to know so that dysprosium a- is one of the components of terphenol D along with iron and terbium? <laughs> I actually I already knew that. Um, yeah, you, you already know that terphenol D is the highest room temperature magnetostriction of any known metal. Clearly yeah, has by that. by you telling me, it's kind Quit. of insulting. Actually, metal explaining does. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to metsplain to you. Thank you. Uh, so we we open on a mom and pop dysprosium mine, <laughs> and there. Just offhand, Stuart, which, which one of the seven? Which one of the seven isotopes of naturally occurring dysprosium is is the, are they mining? The fourth one. Okay, oh, that's the best one. And a bigger dysprosium mine opens down the street. Wow. Okay. And they have to get an orangutan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now I'm listening. Okay. Interesting. And. The bikini team has to do a car wash. We have to do both things. Okay, both things. Wow. So something for the kids and something for the dads. Sure, yes. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they win and the mom and pop uh, dysprosium mine is saved. Stuart, you're getting three points for that. That's the most that anyone's gotten. <laughs> Dan, do you want to get any points off of this dysprosium? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I do okay. not. Okay, well, why don't you guys take a minute to talk about the game and how you liked it while I tally up the scores. Uh, oh, man. So that was really fun, Dan. I feel yeah. like you were very good at pitching. Thank you. Um, you weren't as good at... Uh, Ending m- movies? Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's acquired taste. Um, you weren't as good at the round where I uh, knew all the medals were gold and you didn't <laughs> right. know that. That was... I, sh- I that don't must, know what yeah. was wrong with me. You gotta, Yeah, you got to work on that. Uh, okay, everybody, guess, we're back with oh. the scores. Again, a close game. This Dan, you should be very proud of how you did, but not too proud because Stu won. That mm. was the score of 19 to 16. So a close game. And I think if we factor in the fact that I deliberately designed round one to make it easier for Stu, then- What? <laughs> <laughs> then we might as well call it a statistical tie. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Flophouse. This was a mini about about all the beautiful, valuable things that are just waiting in there inside the Earth. And all we have to do is tear open Mother Earth's flesh and rip it out mm-hmm. like the scavengers and vermin that we it. are. Mother um, Earth seems a, very pleased with the human race right now. Yeah. So we yeah, might exactly. as well cash in some of that goodwill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For more on the subject, see the song Blackened by Metallica. Okay, everybody. This has been a uh, Flophouse episode. Our producer is Alex Smith. Find him online under the name Howell Doughty. Uh, we're also a member of the Maximum Fun Podcast Network. Go take a listen at some of their other fine Maximum Fun podcast. If you like this show, why not go on iTunes or your podcast app of choice and leave us a positive review? We would love it. Helps us get the word out. If you'd like to, uh, again, 
support striking writers or entertainment workers affected by the strike or striking actors, go to entertainmentcommunity.org and make a donation. It is very needed and people are drawing on it. And if you want to pay money to see us, why not go to theflophouse.simpleticks.com for our online shows or go to vidiotsfoundation.org to get tickets for our live show on October 19th. Thank you so much for listening. Dan, Stu, you know what the most valuable element is? What's that? Friendship. Oh. oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. It's actually this rare thing that they make conductors out of. I apologize. Oh, but okay, uh, yeah, but friendship is also very second, good, very second. good. Yeah. yeah. This has been Ellie Kalen for the Flophouse saying, I'm joined by... Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And remember, the greatest golden film is the movie Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.